There are a scant few times in life when we really truly have no choice when something happens. Sometimes it's something that we're totally out of the loop on. Sometimes we're forced into situations that make it so that at least our choices are so limited that the chances are pretty good that we will have no choice in a given situation. Uh, I used to have a my brother used to have a friend who was so much bigger than him that he could move him around like a puppet, right? There are a few situations in life like that, but there really aren't very many times that that happens. Most of the time, we make decisions of our own accord. But let's be clear on something. That does not mean that we make the decision as to what is right or wrong on our own with no outside influence at all. I want to talk today on the idea of right and wrong on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Sunday, the 6th of February of 2022, that beginning of the Christian week. Tomorrow, will be, uh, tomorrow obviously, will be Monday, the 7th of February of 2022. That will be the beginning of the work week for a lot of folks. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on Parlor, on Minds, M-I-N-D-S.com, on Locals, on my Facebook page, and wherever else you happen to be catching me, I'll probably post this on Gab. I've tried to start to do that uh, these days, so I probably will try to do that. The subject for today is going to be right and wrong, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes so that you have some idea sort of where I'm coming from. There's an ongoing discussion that's quite old. It has to do with the idea of absolute truth. The basic question is, does absolute truth and absolute reality exist? Different people have various answers for this. For my part, I agree with and believe in absolute truth, but that doesn't mean my opinion or viewpoint is always valid or correct. Okay, it doesn't mean that. That's part of the reason I'm happy for what I consider to be the inspired Word of God. Yes, I'm speaking about the Bible here. Because it exists, life is much easier in my way of looking at things. I get the idea that if I position myself as the arbiter of right and wrong, others necessarily cannot hold that place, at least not in my mind. On the other hand, I also recognize that we're going to do that. We have a tendency to position ourselves in that place. In opposition to the ideas from folks like Ian Crossland, uh, though, if you don't know who that is, do some internet searches on him and Tim Pool and you'll find out. The point of a text like the Bible that claims to be divinely inspired is the opposite of what is often stated by them. Instead of making me the arbiter of truth, the intent is to take that decision out of my hands. I'm to change me such that I support what the Bible says is right and wrong. I get to there will always be people who will abuse things for their own purposes. And yes, that includes the Bible. There are people out there who will try and abuse it for their own purposes. I can't help that. I can speak against them, but mostly other than that, my hands are tied. I'm not saying always there. Sometimes there are other things that I can do. All of that considered, the thing I will always try to do is understand that divine text from a position of humility and with an understanding that I may be wrong in what I hold it to say. In fact, where I may tell people I believe them to be mistaken in what's correct and incorrect to begin with, I want to be open to hear how they believe I'm confused. On top of that, though, 
as a rule, it's not my job to be judge, jury, and, jury, and particularly not executioner when I believe others have things turned around. Don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean I can't count them wrong uh, and opt out of whatever they're doing and saying and potentially protect others from it as well. That said, I have next to no authority to try to get others to do right. Most of the time, the best I can do is take Paul the Apostle's approach and, quote, give people over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh, end of quote. And that's not a direct quote, but I don't think, but it's pretty, pretty close. You can be sure I don't prefer to do that. But if folks won't heed what I count correct as a rule, I cannot force them to do so. The important takeaway from this podcast, the Bible is not some way for me to coerce others to my way of looking at or dealing with things. In fact, it often says things I don't want to hear either. That doesn't change its validity or correctness, though. In short, I don't believe what I do... Uh, uh, excuse me, I don't believe what I do makes me correct because I do it. I do so often in spite of my error, right? The point is, it what it says doesn't... It's correct whether or not I am. I'll put it that way. I don't want to be the arbiter of right and wrong. I just want to come to a place where I'm constantly working to do right. That's the end of my notes. Let me get on with what I'm kind of saying here. Ian Crossland looks at things like the Bible, and I get this because from his perspective, he really doesn't have a choice. Uh, looks at things like the Bible, and he says these are all fictional, mystical works that are not necessarily of value and people will abuse them to say things that are not true. And they will bend the words of things like the Bible in order to get what they want out of life. Let me just help you to understand something. If you find somebody who you're pretty sure is bending what something like the Bible says to get what they want out of life, they're not looking at it right. I'm here to tell you lots of the time the things that I get out of the Bible are things that I don't want to hear, and I have to accept them because I believe them to be correct whether or not I want to hear or accept them. I have to take them at their value, and I have to say, yep, I'm wrong on that a lot. That's not some thing that I do periodically. It's something that happened to me a lot early on and still happens to me today, even though I believe I'm beginning to get a handle on a lot of what's being said. I still have to acknowledge that the Bible says some stuff that I don't like, don't want to hear, and that that stuff is right, and I am wrong. Okay? This is important. This is an important thing and, and something that you need to realize. And one of the things that makes me... Look, the guys who listen to the Quran, the people who, um, who take only the Levitical stuff or whatever, the Torah, whatever they happen to take out of the Bible... They're in the same boat if they want to be realistic or reasonable. I know people who pick and choose out of it what they want, cherry pick out of what they want. Well, it's your right to do that, but you need to know you're either saying that it's wrong in the t totality of it, or you're saying that you are unwilling to accept certain parts because you don't like them. From my perspective, the answer is simple. I may not like what the Bible says all the time, but it's still true. The people who listen to Quran, to Torah, whatever it happens to be, the same thing is true. 
They may not like it, but they have to either accept that it's true or acknowledge that they're really not dealing with it. Okay, that's the truth here. You can like that or not. And here's my point. My point is to say that there is, in my mind, a truth, and that truth is outside of me. And it's outside of Paul. And it's outside of Peter. And it's outside of John. It's outside of all of these guys. And if it wasn't, then all of these people meshing together would not be able to make a sensible, coherent presentation in what they say. And you can argue that that's not the case, but I'll tell you right now, having read the entire text of the Bible multiple times, I do not find that to be true. There are not errors. There are not inconsistencies. There are not disagreements. People may put things slightly differently, but they all come, as far as I can tell, to basically the same thing unless they're counted as being incorrect in what they're saying. But most importantly, like I say, I've got this external thing that I'm looking at. It's not me that I'm looking at. I get that I have to, quote, interpret it. I get that I have to decide what's right, what's wrong, and so forth. That being said, I still have something external to which I am beholden. And by the way, if you believe in the laws of a given society, that's true for the laws of that society as well. It just happens that I have something that I consider to be even higher, and that is the biblical text and the Spirit of God, which tell me who and what it is that I need to be. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This is the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Sunday, the 6th of February of 2022, that beginning, as I say, of the Christian week. Tomorrow will then be Monday, the 7th of February of 2022, the beginning of what most people count the work week. Thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on MindsMinds.com, on my Facebook page, on Parler, um, on um, Gab, if I put myself there, on Locals.com, and you should be able to find me there as well and on, under Kurt's religion and, and politics.locals.com I think if I'm not mistaken uh, subject for today has oh excuse yeah well that's okay subject for today has been right and wrong and tomorrow we're going to talk about all have sinned and uh, I want to sort of approach this maybe from an angle that I have not done in past if I've even covered this I'm not sure that I have uh, remember that if you catch me on Rumble, you can give me a boxing glove or a Rumble. If you choose to do that, you can give me a plus or a minus, uh, which is a like or a dislike or, a, you know, telling me I did good or telling me I didn't, which you can do on any other platform, obviously, that gives you the opportunity to do so. You can comment on whatever I have to say, and that's totally fine, and I will do what I can to respond uh, if I feel it's appropriate. And if not, I'll try and listen to what it is that you have to say and take whatever that happens to be in consideration. I hope you're doing uh, well today. Hope things are going well for you. And hopefully we will see you again on Monday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video was recorded on Sunday, the 6th of February of 2022. Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional or maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at KP Schubert. That's at K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T. 
I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com that's podcasts.kpshubert.com i think you should be able to find me with relative ease on apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify as well the best way i find to do that is to look for Kurt's religion and politics you can try to use the daily summation i find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule but you can always try that i'm glad to have you aboard today and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow